Hey there, stackers. Before we get started today, we want to talk about Dice Envy. You guys all know we're official affiliates with Dice Envy. They have great dice available in acrylic and wood and metal. Lots of great stuff there. If you use the link to their site from our show notes and you purchase your dice that way, you still get the full catalog to shop from. Price is no different than if you went there normally. The only difference is a portion of the proceeds from your purchase of dice will go to us to help roll into the show for things like more sound effects, which we'll get to in a second, or our professional voiceover guy, Rob Irvin of Rob Irvin Voiceovers, who does our intro to this show. So things like that uh, helps us to improve the show for you all. So again, Dice Envy, go to the link in our show notes. While we're on the subject of sound effects, BattleBards.com. You guys know we use a lot of BattleBards.com sound effects in our shows. So go to BattleBards.com. And if you sign up for a Prime subscription, that gives you streaming access to their sound catalog and also gives you tools that you can use to create soundscapes for your own games. And if you use our special code STACK, you'll get 20% off of that Prime subscription. So BattleBards.com, check them out today. Thank you. For the question this time, I wanted to ask you, what have you learned from the others sitting at this table about role-playing, about Dungeons & Dragons? I learned that Thane knows a lot about Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you're kind of like, well, you could do this, you could do that, but technically mm-hmm. this, this, and this, and then on page 34 of the manual, blah, 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 it's like, oh, my goodness. You Shut know up. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, I'd say from Michael, I've learned to just go for it. If it, if, it, if it occurs to you as something you might want to do, don't spend too much time agonizing over whether it might work or not. Just do it. Yeah, and that's something I tried to accentuate from the beginning. Don't worry about the numbers on your sheet. Don't worry about the bubbles being colored in. If it's something you think your character would do, go with it. Even if you're not good at it, if that's what your character would do, go for it. I've definitely learned... Um working on actually staying within the bounds of my character. Uh, I've played a few games, but mostly they're rather, you know, just just silly spoof games, just kind of you make a character, sure you can put you can give them a personality, but the majority of the gameplay is just fighting and dungeon delving and all that stuff, and so it really doesn't matter. So you can do whatever whatever you think would benefit your character most, but you know, having to be in a more narrative focused game where my conse- where my ac- my actions have consequences, not the other way around. Um, Dad has had to keep me in line a whole lot. On <laughs> well, we're just trying to remind you: is this something that Peter would do, or just something that you would do? Exactly. That, that's 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 yeah. what I'm talking about. You guys have definitely had to keep me in line to make sure that I'm actually doing the lawful good thing and not randomly shooting some guy for you know mistreating others. That's what you have learned from yourself. You. I've learned from Oh, you. from me? Yeah. Okay. Have you learned anything from mom or Michael? Nope. <laughs> Bam. There it is. Honesty. Say that again. Honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I have learned from the three of you. Meredith, I have learned how quickly somebody who is new to the game can pick it up and do well. I have seen you grow from a very timid player to a not so timid player to a less timid player. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you still have questions. You still have 
gaps in what you know, and that's fine. That's all that's natural. But I mean, you've really taken to your character. You've really taken to the game world. And I think you've done a fantastic job of really picking it up and running with it, even though, again, maybe it's not the most comfortable thing for you. You've really jumped on it. Michael, I have loved your improvisational stuff, how you think about what you have and what you can do, and then finding creative ways to approach things. That's really been fun. Uh, I've also enjoyed your mix of seriousness of your character, but then also playing up the, the comic aspects of such innocence in a person. You don't know that this is wrong. You don't know that this is bad. And that's been a lot of fun. Very refreshing as a character. So thanks for bringing Womber Bash to life. Thane, I've appreciated your uh, the humor you also inject through Peter, your comments and things, and your growth. It's been fun to see Peter grow as a character. So I've really enjoyed uh, watching all of that from the beginning of this back in May of 20, 2018. Yeah. Uh, so we're quickly coming up on our second year mark. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, any other things that you've learned from each other? No? All right. Well, let's just get right on into the game. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Welcome back, stackers. Once again, we're at the table, gathered around it, ready to play. I'm Rhett, the DM of this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. With me is... Meredith as Tyr Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Last time, the party advanced, I think, 30 feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> we jumped a wall. That was about it. So after the battle was over with the giant boar, they decided to confront Dunsi, the king of the boar Witani. More like the boring Witani. <laughs> <laughs> And basically, that involved leaping into the stands. It was a very confrontational thing with Womberbash trying to throttle somebody and ultimately Tira putting her axe handle through somebody's head. <laughs> so, not just somebody. This was okay. Clearly, you yeah, do tell. Say, oh, well, we discovered that the advisor at Dunseek's elbow was clearly working for the Reaver Mordant. And so we tried to warn him against her. And then when she was unveiled, she tried to run off with him. And so all of our efforts then became to stop her from getting away with Dunseek. We managed to stop her from getting away with him. But then once her hold on Dunseek was um, relinquished, he ran off. We stayed behind to neutralize her. <laughs> neutralize. She's neutralized. Yeah, neutralize her, we did. Yeah, we certainly did that. So now I guess what comes up is trying to find out how, how to get to Dunsey and finish talking to him. I don't know. Who's ready to tell a story? <laughs> Me! I guess. I am ready to see where this all goes. <laughs> yeah. So am I. Okay, Tira, your axe is halfway up the handle into her head. Ew, uh, you did this to yourself. With a natural 20. Yep. yep. The only good roll I had in the last three weeks. <laughs> Uh, Michael, you are, you leapt after the, you're next to the dead body. Right. 
Peter, you're still down in the pit. No, 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 no that's right. That's I right. You missed his step. And I shot her. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's all coming together. I'm still buck naked, by the way. <laughs> that's right. Uh, dripping with mud and blood. Yes. But yeah, so not totally naked. <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of body painted. I, um, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that detail. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you um, for reminding me. So, why don't we roll for initiative? <laughs> and whoever rolls highest without adding anything, just whatever okay. your roll is, we'll get to go first. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eighteen. Okay. okay, Peter, you get to go first, and let's see what happens. So, uh, let me set the stage just a little bit more. Dunsi is running up the connecting road that runs to the main road in White Hill that leads up to the hall. That's apparent that's where he's going. The body of the Reaver's advisor is there on the ground with Tira hovering over it and Wamberbash hovering beside it. And you are a little further back in the crowd in Dunsi's seating area. Mm. Guards are still advancing on us, aren't they? In light of what has just happened with Tira's... Brutal, brutal display. massacre. <laughs> they have come to a stop and they seem very uncertain as to how to proceed. Okay, so I'm going to start by looking at Tira and saying, thanks. And what? Gonna, and then I'm going to turn around. <laughs> You're going to start the episode by turning on me. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Not really, no. <laughs> Is that you or Peter? Come on, man. <laughs> we are a team. I know, I... I Remember you gelled? No, yeah. we didn't. Nah. Has, ever since he rose from the dead, he's been a jerk. I have <laughs> to been. all of us. I thought you were supposed to raise from the dead like wiser and with more clarity and maturity, and instead he's just been kind of like, forget you people. <laughs> okay, well, I don't really know what to do because I I want to try and rally the people. They probably don't speak Adeline. Rats. But then I also feel like I should go after Dunsey. Yeah, we need to we need to get him back. But he Dunsey he's one man. If we can get the support of the people, they can make the decision and Dunsey will be powerless to stop them because he's just a Right. So a you have king. two choices then. Which one are you going to pursue? Well, the thing is, I can't speak Watani. You can't, but you can at least try. Maybe these people speak more than you think they do. Alright, well I'm going to turn and face the crowds and I'm gonna let me see. <laughs> I know. What's that? I have an idea. He has an idea. I do you didn't roll high enough, so. Apparently not. Uh-huh. I'm going to just, you know, pop some thaumaturgy on myself to make my voice three times louder. Mm. Okay. Uh, so what does that feel like? My throat's going to hurt afterwards. I, I guess everything around me kind of shakes a bit as whenever I speak. And those people immediately closest to me are definitely going to have their ears ringing a little bit afterwards. Um, but otherwise, it's it's just my voice, just amplified. Okay. And from behind the crowd, as soon as the noise starts, Bash and Tira, the people stop their bickering and, and yelling, and they turn to face in toward where Peter is, and you hear his magically amplified voice ringing throughout. And you're not sure, maybe your thought is, maybe the pit is acting as a natural amplifier, but uh, it seems very loud. So go for it. Proud Watani, too long has your king been bowed beneath the black thumb of the reaver. We have come here to liberate you and to unify you with your people because together you can face the evil of the coming darkness. Divided you will fall. There is 
the beginnings of muttering between some of the people. Roll me a persuasion check. You're going to do several of these throughout your talk. Well, that's basically all I have, so... um. Well, we'll see how good this one is. Persuasion, you say? Yeah. Well, let's just say I'm pretty good at persuasion. It's going to be a 19. Apparently. There is a almost an electric current that runs through the crowd at your words. Maybe enough of the people speak some amount of Edeline that they are able to translate for those maybe who aren't as facile in the language. And so the muttering begins to really grow louder and louder as you go. Do you have more to say? I mean, you could try and describe what just happened, defend your actions, that kind of thing. Can they see us as well? They've kind of turned away from you. Okay. Uh, we're just, just going yeah. like, to not let them. We're not gonna, we're not going to let them see what Tira did to the <laughs> I think they should. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Well, yeah, maybe. Anyway, we'll see we'll see how this plays out. Your king <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah, Take your you, time. You were on a you were on a roll there. Yeah. Your your Dunseeg has been getting bad counsel from somebody whatever. Just start there. From your mom. Your king has been bowed beneath an evil advisor who whispers vile poison and is vile Dunsey has had his ear bitten no bitten off by a dog. (laughs) (laughs) The dog of the reaver. (laughs) The king's ear has been filled with poison and vile counsel for too long and Oh my goodness. You're fine. Just start from there. Don't let it go back. So things to think about. They are a proud and independent people. They came out here to get away from what they perceived was the weakness of the southern Witani. They take great pride in their prowess, their warrior abilities. They Proud people? Yep. Proud people. <laughs> they see the southern Witani as weak and ineffective. They don't like the influence of civilization. So these are all things that could play into what you talk about. <sighs> Uh, what was Dunsey trying to do by listening to this lady? Now, Dunsey thought it best to isolate himself from his kinsmen at the advice of this vile woman. But it will spell your undoing should these actions not be undone. I'm going to take control of Peter just momentarily. Okay, uh, do that, please. While you've been talking, you've been walking slowly toward where Tira is, and the crowd is parting along the way. And so when you say, this woman, you're actually pointing down to the dead body on the ground. I honestly just created like a little renaissance painting in my head. Great. Womberbash, what are you doing as Peter? Yeah, as he's talking, can I lift up her arm and rip off the bracelet and hold it up so I can show them the proof that that she is definitely um, a Reaver Morton material? Okay, good, good. (laughs) So that happens. As Peter approaches, you can tell something is up with his voice. Mm -hmm. It's not just the the pit. And with my left hand, I cover my groin. (laughs) (laughs) This is starting to get a little embarrassing. (laughs) A family divided against itself (laughs) will not stand, but divided it will crumble to pieces beneath oppression. You are a proud people. Proud people. You will not simply 
bow to this foreign influence. Bend with your kinsmen, with your brothers and your sisters, to the south and wherever else they may be found. Because the only way you can assert yourselves as Watani is to have all Watani as one united people. Can you give me another persuasion check? Uh, with advantage. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that was useless. So uh, that's going to be um, 18. Okay, they are still rolling. Uh, in fact, the pitch of their murmuring has gone up. The volume is going up. And even there are some responses shouted back to you that seem to be encouraging you to continue. Tira, glancing up the road, you see Dunsey's dark form making its way up the uh, the road toward the hall. Hmm. Will you let your weakling king subject you to the forces out to the outside oh. forces together? <laughs> wait, 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 sorry. No, no, no. no. Let me... Do not attack your king. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe you should try to say like, um, we must we must help your king rally together. You know, in other words, be yeah. supportive of him, but you know, we gotta Yeah, well tell you what, maybe I'll back that up. Uh you didn't see him going yeah. up toward the hall. Maybe Tira you notice that Dunsi has basically stopped in the road. He's hearing Peter's voice from the distance. And he has turned around and is just kind of standing there slack a little bit. His eyes have been blinded and his hands have been bowed and his feet have... Well, no, his, his, his feet are fine. <laughs> <laughs> his feet are actually quite attractive. <laughs> Whoa. No. By... Um, Wait, by Jove? <laughs> by fear. By Grabthar's hammer. <laughs> you shall be avenged. Sorry. His eyes have been blinded and his feet have been bowed, but together we can convince him to act for the good of all Watani. What say you? Give me one last persuasion check with advantage. It's going to okay. be, um, it's, uh, it's a 23. Right? Yes. There is a loud cheer. You have overcome the last remnants of uncertainty, of fear, of whatever was holding the people back. And there is a rousing cheer. And then the people are turning and flooding toward where King Dunsi stands in the road. The horn has started blowing on its own, a, a joyous peal. I'm going to have problems finding that sound effect. Oh, man, didn't you... <laughs> You can just use the one that they... Yeah, it's not... It it sounds kind of mournful. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have a fun time finding that one. But anyway, uh, the horn sounds... Imagine this one, stackers. (laughs) The horn sounds uh, in a joyful sound. They start flooding toward the king, and they form a respectful circle around him, come to a stop. How far away is King Dunsey from us? Um, From you, he is... He made it maybe... A hundred feet up the road. Okay. I'm going to telepathy him, and I'm going to say, um, King, you are strong, and we are here to help. Will you please rally your people and help us? Can you give me a persuasion check? Uh, again, with advantage, because you're basically feeding on... The, the crowd, dude. <sighs> you got to be kidding me. It would have been better four. if you had not spoken. A three and a four? Yep. You know what? Can I do it? I'll do a luck point. That's fine. Do you have any luck points yeah, left? Yeah, that was the last one. Come on! You know what? I'm putting you in the corner. We're going to take <laughs> two brand new ones. 
Have you ever used those before? Uh, these ones on the right? No. I have five of them. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Okay, thank you. 18 plus. At first, Dunsi looks very flummoxed. He, he has no idea where this voice is coming from. But I'm looking at him like this. <laughs> A longing look in his direction. Puss in Boots eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for your feet, man. For your feet. <laughs> and then it seems as though maybe some of his age rolls off of him. And he stands up a little bit straighter, and he looks with contempt at the body lying on the ground. My people, they are right. These strangers have come to us in our time of need. I was upset with them for breaking the terms of the fight. But what I saw was that in adversity, these friends stick together. If they were sent by our kin to the south... And the word maybe seems a little awkward in his mouth at first, but... He almost shakes his head. Then perhaps they are not as weak as I once thought them. I will give my sword in this cause. Will you ride with me? And with that, there is a gigantic cheer. Let us all hold hands now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout, Hail wise King Duncy. Right on. And the people actually take up your chant. And it's spoken in both Edeline and in Witani. And so it's oddly comforting and chilling to hear the unison of voices. The shout echoes through the streets and presumably across the fields. And let's just do a very quick shift to where Weedfara is, is standing. Oh, yeah, that we guy. Feel, <laughs> we, we feel ourselves being pulled back, but not a whole lot. Just, so, just so enough he can to hear it. Over. His head perks up, and he looks in the direction of Whitehill. Widfara, from his place uh, with his horse on the ridge next to the pile of stones, looks over quickly at Whitehall to the sound of voices cheering from five miles away. It's very distant, but, I mean, he can hear it. So that sound is really cranking. Good job. I want to give all uh, all three of you inspiration. Yeah. I didn't do anything, but I'll take it. I literally stood there with a bloody axe. Well, you, uh, you got their attention. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> okay. I guess that's where we're in this episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I need to go get my clothes, though. I, I'm kidding with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, you get your clothes. Oh, okay. I, I was like, you have dry cleaning to pick up? I'm thinking something totally else. The crowd begins to disperse a little bit as um, the king basically gives commands to his closest advisors and they begin circulating through the crowd and bringing order to the assembly. And the people begin to disperse. Uh, you can see uh, that some head out toward maybe some stables that are outside the city. Uh, others are heading to the armory to get weapons and armor and all that kind of stuff. So basically the people are mobilizing. You have effectively convinced the people of White Hill, the Boar Witani, or as they call themselves, the Eivor Witani. And as they begin to muster back in the more central part of the city, in little knots at first, but then more and more people flood in, the young and the old want to be a part of this, men and women. Uh, they are donning their traditional armor. You can see they're bringing with them long spears, but also... Uh, the slightly curved swords that they are accustomed to using. 
And everywhere on the armor is the stylized boar emblem of White Hill. Thane, do you have more to add? Well, um, at least in my notebook, not in the actual game. Uh, it could be different. But uh, how I designed the Watani was that the traditional weapon was actually the axe because it was both it was both a tool and a weapon. And so they have like a specialized axe that can work for both fields. Okay, uh, so let's do that. Um, not only do they have their slightly curved swords, but then as a as a belt item, they each have hatchets. Like you know, they could they could be thrown. They could be used yep. in melee. Whatever. Cutting down trees, making a camp, that kind of thing. So yeah, cutting very off good. limbs. That that too. <laughs> All right. The people are gathering, and then before long, the bulk of the army has been assembled. You can hear horses outside the city. Their high whinnies are sounding. How many are we at this point? Do you think? It's tough for you to estimate. But it looks like it might, I don't remember what numbers I gave previously in the game, but I'm going to say that you have a force of about three to 5,000 people. Okay. It's big. Okay, good. Fourth Aerolingus. While the people are gathering, you can hear your names being spoken. Actually, nobody's heard your names. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is, which is even creepier. Hang on a second. <laughs> let's back that up. Dunsi approaches the three of you. And maybe there's a little more of a glint in his eye as he's talking with you. He seems certainly more aware. What are your names, friends? Tira Ironstag of Ironstag Delve. I, I'm, I'm Wamberbash Benson, Mom. Of? <laughs> I don't think he has to say what? of anything. Of I want to re-say mine because I sounded too tentative, but you go ahead and do yours and I'll say mine again. Peter Greyhawk of Arden. I'm Tira Ironstag of Ironstag Delve. What's it to you? With that, he announces to the gathered assemblage your names and then turns to you, Womberbash. You have shown qualities that we admire. Your strength, your boar-like strength of mind. I've just been called pig-headed. <laughs> and I actually like it. <laughs> the people seem to most identify with you. And with that, there are cheers and... Uh, the people crowd in, and some of them are actually trying to reach out and touch you, Womberbash. And I'm not sure how you all take this. Uh, Tyr, I can imagine that you're just kind of taking it in stride. Um, you're not really phased by it. You're not, maybe, okay. it's not your thing. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. yeah, you're feeling the effects of your folk hero background. I'm not too keen. At the same time, these people seem so genuine mm -hmm. and so... That, that I'm not bothered by it, I don't think. Right, and in fact, it's maybe just the slightest bit endearing to you. You don't feel awkward like you have with congratulations in the past. There does seem to be a bit of kinship between you and especially their preference for you. Um, you have shown qualities that they admire and I mean, your ability to transform into a boar-like creature. Uh, they're not sure now whether that was just a story inflated by the telling or if you actually did it. So you've got this aura built up around you. And the worship crops up among the Watani of uh, the... Yeah, uh, although I did actually do it in the fight. You did, they but again, it. you were covered in mud. That's true. And so they're, they're not sure what, what their eyes saw. were seeing yeah. exactly. Is that Lath or is that that dude? <laughs> or is, is that just the mud yeah. that's obscuring those features? And then Peter, they have seen your power. I'm taking it. I'm neither like all for it. Or uncomfortable. Yeah, I can see you just kind of almost standing back with your uh, shield on the ground and your hands on top of the shield. Yeah, I have I have one hand on the shield, the other one I use to like you know, I don't know pat people in the face. <laughs> I just go, 
Hey, and then, and then <laughs> ah, everyone yeah, dies. Exactly. And they all run. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I got a. It's loaded. Got a. I'm, I'm going to head over to the area and get my clothes and my panache. Yeah, you've got your clothes. Uh, somebody was kind enough to bring them up. Okay, good. Uh, somebody even brought you some towels and things to start wiping yourself down before you get your robes back on. No, I'm fine. No? Okay. <laughs> How do they regard me after smashing that lady's head in? Like, are they afraid of me? <laughs> There's definitely some trepidation, but, I mean, these are warrior people. That's true. This is not foreign to them. I mean, there are some chants, some songs going on in the background celebrating past victories in battle. Uh, so it's not off-putting to them necessarily, especially when they realize who this woman she was. was. Exactly. All right. Um, so you've got the people assembled. Dunsi has his horse led to him. It's a large white horse with light gray spots across the sides. He swings up into the seat. And with that, again, the people are just cheering and before you know it, he is leading a procession out of the city. There is a small contingent of the people left to maintain the city, but they are making their way out. Tira, do you have something to add? Well, Meredith does. Uh, does he know where he's going? Because I was going to suggest that we meet with him and, and briefly and tell him that the guy from the other Watani village is waiting up on the ridge and that they should meet with him and he can take them... Like it's like they're just heading out. Where? Where? Where are they heading out to? He knows where they are. Think, he I knows think, where the southern would talk. But then again, he uh, the the guy we're with knew knew exactly where they were. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. that they've had conversation back and forth, but it's always been very strained. He knows where they are, but it's not cordial. So we're just gonna assume that he will run into the guy as they're going that way yeah what i was gonna say first of all are our 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 horses just chilling outside the city there they're up i jumped off of mine right but i think we rode ours in yeah so they it must have been followed then by uh, theirs and i think i was just asking if we needed to actually facilitate that i think so this is where you you meet with we were brought here by what was his name again i'm sorry with father as you make your way out of the city Widfara is there. He heard the cheering and he basically assumed that everything is as it should be. And as you emerge from the city, you're, I'm assuming that you're riding with the king in procession. And so you come through the gate and there is Widfara in the road with a huge grin on his face. He's got his horse. He's on his horse. Mm-hmm. And as you come out, he says, I knew this day would come. My friends... You have made us complete. Not yet. Not yet. But this is a start that none of us believed could ever happen. Does he bow to the king to show respect? He does. (laughs) He gets off of his horse, slips down, and kneels in the mud. Again, it's still raining. And the king gives him a stern look and says, Get up. And when Widfara looks a little troubled, then the king breaks into a smile and says, you will need to show us where we go. And at that, Widfara gives him some directions. But then he tells you separately, you're not going to know how to get to the hollow without me. I have given them what they need to get back. They know the way to steadiness. And now we need to get on to the next part. Perhaps the harder part. Are you ready? Yes. We are. Lead the way. How far is it from here? From here, it's going to be probably three days of hard riding. 
As long as I can get a long rest in. <laughs> I need my spell slots. Uh, in travel, the kind of travel he's talking about, you will not be able to get he a long rest. hard riding. Okay, how about we uh, rest tonight and then do the hard riding? That might not be a bad idea, actually. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, we just, we rode through the rain a bunch, went through this weird thing. I just murdered a lady. That he, means we can actually <laughs> stay in the city, too. So have yeah. a little bit better accommodations before we leave. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay. No, I, I just have the image of all the guards who are, like, chosen to stay behind to keep the village or almost, like, maybe even, like, openly weeping, like, to miss out on the such a glorious venture. Okay. Just, just some flavor. Yeah, I love that. Any other elements you want to throw in? Bash, Tira, or Meredith and Michael? You're welcome to. A quick conference with Dunsi, who is apparently disappointed that you're not going to be riding with him, um, but he understands when you explain. We got to go. To, we got to go to the north. Yeah, and when you say that you're going to the north to the other Witani, he he almost visibly recoils. Oh boy! They are. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> May the gods smile upon your efforts. Peter's secretly fist pumping inside himself. Mm-hmm. Gods, gods, gods. Yeah, gods, so gods, what, gods. what's the deal with these uh, guys? I'm talking to um, Weedfurrow or whatever. What's the deal with these northern ones again? They withdrew into the hollow even longer ago, and they have taken their own route. It, it would be hard to call them Witani anymore, but perhaps we can appeal to their ancient ties of kinship. What are they, like Gollum now or some junk? I mean, what the... Yeah. <laughs> So little is known. We have not actually seen them face to face for many hundreds of years. But as the king has just said, it is a lot of work ahead. We will need every ounce of rest and courage we can have. I've been told we can stay in one of the inns here, and so let us make ourselves comfortable for one more night. And with that, he goes on into the city. You follow him, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. and uh, you find a surprisingly cheery place the outside, the buildings look rather cold and forbidding, but inside there is warmth, and just like the Witani down south, uh, they like their food. Uh, it's, yes. <laughs> it may not be the tastiest food, but it's very comforting, very filling, and in this rain and the perpetual wetness that you've been facing the last few days. I got my own spices. That's right. You can <laughs> spice it up. All right, so you make yourselves as comfortable as you can, and you get the benefits of a full rest. Yes. Hit dice, spell slots, psi points, all that good stuff restored, luck points restored. <laughs> I hadn't lost anything. <laughs> all right. So anything you want to do through the night, any preparations you want to make, you haven't gotten much in the way of information. Yeah. And so there's not really a whole lot you can do to prepare for the mission ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, if you want to make sure your gear is sharpened, Yeah, maybe clean. Tira sits down with her axe, cleans off the brains. <laughs> I don't know. Just get everything back in. As a, you know, a dwarf takes pride in the condition of their tools, particularly of my axe, which is my main weapon. Uh, So she's going to sit down and really get that cleaned up, sharpened, ready for whatever we might face. Because everywhere we go, Tira expects to do battle. Yep. She just expects to do battle. Uh, If... Diplomacy reigns first, great, but she's just always expecting that there will be a fight. Okay, so sharpening your axes, um, making sure that your gear is mm-hmm. is fine, maybe even taking a little time to go outside and tend to wildfire because you had seen some rust forming mm-hmm. on them last mm-hmm. time. 
maybe getting some oil on yeah. there to, to put a, a protective layer between the metal and the rain. Michael, anything you're doing? I'm just sleeping because uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I can see you lying on a bench with one leg dangling down, mm-hmm. and you're just... <sighs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like a like a hunk of meat in one hand. <laughs> right. And some of it actually hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> Peter is cleaning off the dirt, the mud, the grime from his armor, and as he's doing so, he is singing a liturgical chant to Vasham and thanks for just, you know, keeping him safe and whatnot, which I may or may not actually do at some point. Yeah, I'd love for you to write that up. And it's in Old Adeline too, so. Great. All right, so the night passes. You have comfortable beds. You have a well-stocked and roaring fire. And so for the first time in days, although it feels much longer, you feel both clean and dry. All right, and then you awaken in the morning to find that the rain has passed. There are some shreds of cloud in the sky, but otherwise it is a very new-feeling world. And the sky is blue. The grass looks really green against that blue. The sea of grass stretches to the east and west from where you are, and I, I can almost see you atop the hill at, at Dunsey's Hall, looking out across all that, and the camera kind of swirling around you mm-hmm. as, as you're taking it all in. I said this bodes well, you guys. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be good. Three days of riding lie ahead. The planes melt away before the speed of your horses. Uh, is there anything you want to do on the, on the long trip between rests in the evening? Is this all flat? Or do we go over rolling It's hills mostly at all? flat. Any, any elevation is very subtle. There's not a whole lot to draw the eye. In fact, uh, you find your eyes almost aching from the openness of the world before you. The welcome time of day is in the afternoons when the sun is at its highest. It's warm. Toward evening, this is, I'm not even sure what time of year this is. I've, I've in my mind, it's been kind of spring, summer. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. Just wait until we get to the frozen north. <laughs> the days merge into each other, and then you find yourselves at the end. The land becomes a little more broken. Slabs of rock begin to poke through. It's very reminiscent of the moors outside of Flynnmore. Uh, maybe little naturally occurring pits along your route. Uh, where water has collected, brackish water sits there. It's black with maybe a, a greenish-yellow scum on top mm. around the edges. Mm. Just like home. More animals appearing, and you have no lack of food from from your time. Uh, so you're well taken care of, well provisioned. And I think that is actually where we're going to end this episode. Uh, I have not prepared much beyond this. I was expecting you to end it when we went to bed for the night. Yeah. So you got a little extra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot of action this, this time around, but what I'm going to give you is 25 experience points what? each for bringing the Eovor Witani into the coalition. And let's talk Norse battle. All right. I actually made a note because I didn't want to forget. I think Thane needs to get some serious points because... The very the very first take of his speech when he very first started, like the very your first outing when you are dressing the Watani was epic, and you didn't have to stutter or go back at all, and it was a great start to your speech. And I thought that was awesome until he started thinking too much. 
Yep, seriously. Well, yeah, you overthought it. Yeah, don't that, let, that let that it flow first, out of your mouth, man. The the first out, I was like, dude, yeah. <laughs> that was great. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to nominate you. Take five. Oh well, wow. take five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. That was awesome. Other things, I, I liked Wamberbast holding up the bracelet. Yes, that that was neat. I think that and helped to further your cause. So yeah, let's uh, let's give you two experience points for that. Zero for as he was talking, you were wiggling your axe, and it was embedded in the nervous system, so the body was flailing. <laughs> Just to make her look more evil. No. Ooh, no. she's coming back to life. No. <laughs> uh, I think no. I think Tyr was kind of under underappreciated because she was the one who actually like you know got rid of the evil influence we should just you know give her a little oh, bit of love was i underappreciated mr tried to d- disavow all knowledge of me at the very beginning of this very episode Shh. i'm vouching for extra experience points for I you don't. that was last game honey it doesn't yeah. doesn't count but hopefully this has advanced you a little bit hopefully. i mean advanced everybody else Bane's or... almost there i would i would think he's pretty close he's getting there i well, think he's up in the 70s yeah yep all right, so let's get that recap then. All right, Tira is 47 points into level 8. Wamberbash is 57 points into level 8. Peter Greyhawk is 73 points into level 8. All right. Great job. Uh, I wasn't sure how you were going to convince the Witani, uh, but I think the way you did it was good. I think it was well done. Thane's speech, very nice. Mm-hmm. Thane's rolls, very nice. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Three. Thank goodness those persuasion rolls always worked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what would have happened if it had gone otherwise. <laughs> but we that's the revolt. beauty of the game. We would have we had something happen. Yeah. Thank you for pushing me and for challenging me. Again, note-wise, I, had, I didn't even create a document for this one. Because <laughs> I don't know... I didn't know which way you were going to go. I didn't know what was going to happen, so... That's been a lot of fun for me. I wanted, from the beginning, I wanted this whole game to be on rails every now and then, but mostly I want you to feel like you can do whatever you want in the world and we'll just play with it as it happens. I have to roll with it. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for joining us for another episode, Stackers. We appreciate you listening. If you can take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes, we would definitely appreciate that because that helps to make us visible to others. And we hope you're enjoying the story. And we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. Eight o'clock, two and a half episodes, not bad. Go to the link in our show notes and get yourself some sweet... Really? Get yourself some sweet dice. And uh, speaking of sound effects... There's one right there! (laughs) (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) Check out this one I just made.